0: book Sportscast, you found us. I don't know how, but you found us. This is the playoffs, folks. This is a family show. It's a line from a song. And now you know why we don't rap. I'm your host, Doug. Glad the Summer Olympics got postponed for the obvious health reasons, but also so Team USA doesn't have to go out on a limb. There was pressure for the U.S. to pull out of the Olympics, which brought back memories of the U.S. boycott, of the 1980 Moscow Olympics. This is not the same situation at all on any level, but that boycott ruined a lot of U.S. careers all in the name of politics, and we didn't want another situation where maybe the Olympics somehow went on while the U.S. athletes were the only ones left home. Again, but the games are postponed, great decisions, so all this is moot. The September issue was a recommendation from a TV critic not like to us who would talk to us even from the mandated six feet away no one will talk to us now she recommended it to anyone who would listen and anyone who was home and wanted to watch something that was free and also wasn't too heavy even though we're still enjoying documentaries with very heavy subject matter anyway one of the handful of recommendations was the september issue which is a true story documentary about the months it takes to put together Vogue Magazine's biggest edition of the year, the September issue. On this podcast, fashion is not a huge interest, although we still want to see an East Coast, West Coast fashion-off battle between Zoe Kazan, she's the person who's a woman in the new series The Plot Against America, and Carson Meyer, the very last, final, last actress credited in the underrated movie The Nice Guys. We ain't forgot... And that would be fascinating. People, unfortunately, throw the word fascinating around a lot. That's another thing we hate. But we would be fascinated by this. Zoe Kazan is quirky East Coast. Carson Meyer is quirky West Coast. Anyway, this September issue was tremendous. It's really well shot. It looks great. The soundtrack's great as far as complementing the movie. And there are some great moments. There's also some very interesting personalities in the magazine. Interesting as in we definitely want to see a sequel. And two magazine employees especially. We need more for these people. Totally worth it. It was produced by A&E. Yes, that A&E. But it was released in theaters, which made it eligible for an Oscar, which somehow it did not get. The September issue won stuff at the legendary Sundance Film Festival. That is a big deal. But didn't even get nominated for an Oscar. Now, the winning documentary that year, if we're right, was about killing dolphins. So that's a lot darker, but there's no way any of the movies on the list that year were better. Now you're going to be disappointed if you see it because we're terrible at giving directions and also recommending things like movies. But the September issue was great. We really enjoyed it. Ah, oh, I swore we weren't going to say I really enjoyed it. That just sounds. I think mean, the podcast should end right there, and I mean, I mean, the entire series should just end right there. We should never do another one. Uh, The L.A. Rams' new logo sure does blow. The XFL's L.A. Wildcats didn't have a great year on the field. Who knew? Or at the box office, expected. And even though they'll probably be denied the chance to ever play the Rams on the field, the Wildcats sure won at marketing. At least when it comes to people who don't live in L.A. The Wildcats' logo is just the helmet logo, but we love it. And there is... No comparison between the Wildcats logo and that thing the L.A. Rams just unveiled, which resembles an exploding animal. The L.A. Wildcats are team Burger King color scheme-wise, and that is a compliment. While the Rams' new logo recalls if McDonald's and In-N-Out, the logos had a baby. It also resembles what what a current student would assume the Rams' logo looked like in the 80s. Uh, the Rams' new secondary logo, which actually is a Ram, that's a keeper. Although someone pointed out that that ornithologically correct Ram doesn't have a mouth, which now we can't unsee. But the secondary logo works enough. So except for the secondary logo, the XFL Wildcats win. Uh, the competition's a wash when it comes to the color scheme. The Wildcats introduced an awesome color scheme and went full Tampa Bay Buccaneers when the Tampa Bay Buccaneers would not do it. But the Rams thankfully brought back the royal blue and yellow colors, which never should have disappeared in the first place. But if they hadn't been replaced by that tired old gold, then maybe by now everyone would be sick of the blue and yellow. Although we would never get sick of the Easter egg colors in sports. The helmet competition goes to the Rams only because you can't do better than putting the horns on the helmet. Although if the Wildcats ever put Wildcat horns on their helmets, We'd have to reconsider. Attention Rams, please get rid of your new logo before it's too late, although it might be too late. That detonating electric fast food sheep is already being supported by Rams players, and it might already be on hats for next month's draft. Like other free agents who chose a particular destination and literally brought fellow stars with them? Back in 2012, forward Zach Parise and defenseman Ryan Suter, the NHL's top two most prized free agents and players who had plenty of offers, they both signed with the Minnesota Wild together on the same day. Unlike other free agents, this didn't really feel like it was going to work. It could have. The NHL's playoffs are often legitimately crazy. We're actually going to say wild there, unintentionally, an an unintentional, what, pun? It was a complete coincidence, so we didn't. Anyway, uh, they're often legitimately crazy. And Since since 2012, when this signing occurred, the Blues and Capitals actually (laughs) won Stanley Cups, and the Predators and a team from Las Vegas were actually finalists. But still, despite a top-flight offensive player and a top-flight defenseman, It just didn't seem like a good bet, even at the time, that the Wild were ever going to get good enough for the team to pull off a Miami Heat-like championship. And that's exactly what happened. The Miami Heat thing hasn't happened. We'll see if we ever get closure on this season. And the Wild were just one point out of a playoff spot behind the surprisingly tame Predators. And unlike in so many other leagues that advertise this, in the NHL playoffs, once you're in, anything really can happen. But at least to this point, Minnesota was once again not having a terrific season, and Parise and Suter are both 35. The furthest the Wild have gotten since the signing in 2012 is the second round. The fourth round would be the finals, and they missed the playoffs completely last year. Now, I'm not blaming the players. It's not their fault. It's just even back in the summer of 2012, this just did not seem like a good deal. Parise and Suter still have a lot of time to bring Minnesota a big winner provided Minnesota wants it that way. Parise was almost nearly traded this year. They still have a lot of time because the contract Parise and Suter signed in 2012 runs until 2025. The yearbook says in the yearbook at hotmail.com to contact us. The yearbook. It's a listen. Um, before we go, I, actually, yeah, we, we weren't going to ruin uh, anything about the movie we mentioned. That was going to supposed to be the end. We weren't going to ruin anything about the uh, the September issue, and uh, there is some stuff to ruin. Uh, but there, there was just too much uh, we couldn't mention. This is not a big giveaway at all. It's, it's just a single moment. But in one moment in the movie, Vogue's editor-in-chief talks about all of her successful brothers and sisters. And she's an editor-in-chief, and they're all successful as well. And even though she's maybe the most powerful person in all of fashion even though she's notoriously tough and even though she's mainstream famous she says when it comes to her siblings they are amused by her job that's a quote they're amused by what she does which is kind of symbolic of the movie since i hope the subject matter isn't what kept it from being nominated